this September 4 Picks edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGP Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app. Use the promo code SGPN. And we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL. Win up to 20x in one game. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, new from Newcastle upon Tyne, up in the northeast of England. Today is Sunday, the 3rd of September, and we have a middle-sized card of 11 games MLB action uh, for Monday, September the 4th. I think it might be some sort of bank holiday. Is it Labour Day, possibly? Uh, Lonte Smith can tell us, Lonte, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Yep, Labor Day. So uh, most people are off of work tomorrow in the U.S. So uh, get it, get a long weekend, pretty long weekend. Some people are even off Tuesday. So yeah, man, pretty oh. good. It, it's it's good to be uh, in the U.S. for once. You get you get a day off of work. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's Labor Day for? Um, I'm gonna be honest. I have no fucking idea. I'll probably a bit. I'll probably a, a bad American. I would guess it has something to do with. Uh, like work, uh, like just a work break. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not good. We're all the hard working men and women. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a good. Uh, I'm not a good like citizen knowing dates and history. Yeah, but if, yeah, it, I've got but no if it is idea. something of importance, like to the army or anything like that, then I apologize. You know, I do love <laughs> the, love, love the people who fight for the country. Um, but yeah, I, I have no idea, man. I have no idea. We get all the ones we get. I never know about. It's always like the Queen's birthday. Like it's always the Queen's birthday. Like every month. <laughs> How many birthdays? Have another, <laughs> well, well, yeah, not so many now because she. Yeah, it's probably the King's birthday. Oh yeah, um, yeah. No, yeah. You see, I forgot about that. Um, so yeah, it's always oh the King's birthday. Or they have a this uh, princess something or prince this that the other. Um, let's have a look. Johnny Boy knows. Johnny Boy's at the beach for one thing, but he apparently yes. is celebrate, celebrating organised labour union stuff. Um, yeah, Johnny Boy's in Rhode Island at Miss Quamicut Beach, which I've almost certainly mispronounced, but yeah. yeah uh, good times. Randy saying hello as well. Um, I just scored at the Premier League show and it still wouldn't let me comment in the comments. Um, so if anyone... Um, no, I still can't. I've just uh, tried. And it wouldn't let you the other day, but so I'm not ignoring anyone if they've got anything to say. Um, I'll try and uh, I'll try and verbally respond because for some reason either the system's knackered or I'm knackered. Um, I just mentioned the Premier League show on day. Ten Premier League games this weekend. I went a beautiful one and nine over the weekend. Absolutely stunk the place out. I remember you coming on the show last week saying that you you had a terrible college football weekend. Well, yeah. I've just done the same on the Premier League. Absolutely <laughs> shit the bed. Completely happens, shit the man. bed. 
yeah, we were really smelling ourselves after the first three weeks, Ming and Barry. Um, one in nine, man, honestly. Uh, so, yeah, hold your hands up to that. Um, so my confidence has just been knocked a little bit. But the other thing we just said is that weekend baseball is tricky to keep up with now because you've got college football. Next weekend, what we good, what we doing this time next week? We're going to be neck deep in the red zone, uh, sweating out NFL plays and DFS lineups, fantasy lineups, um, as well as all of our usual bets and then everything else. So the, yeah, weekend baseball is quite hard to sort of keep a handle on. Um, have you seen much this weekend? I think the the last time we spoke was probably Thursday night and we talked about the Braves-Dodgers series. Yep. Um, and the Braves have laid down a marker. Not that they needed to lay down a marker because <laughs> we were all aware of what they were. But they've uh, they've gone into Dodgers and they've just said, yeah, well, OK, we see you. So what what have you made? What's caught your eye? Any any baseball over the weekend, London? Uh, I mean, I've been getting blasted in baseball for like three weeks straight. Oh, really? <laughs> like I've been getting blasted. Like, and I thought I had probably on about eighty five percent. I probably got the best of the number to be honest. Like overnight, um, but I've been getting blasted, man. Like just just completely blasted. I have no idea what I'm doing wrong. So I've scaled back a little bit. Um, but yeah, it hasn't been good. It's been a couple of decent series. You mentioned the. I mean, the Braves have just taken it to the Dodgers. Like that's just. That's just going. They're going to another level um, with and it's. It was their ace versus. It was ace versus ace. It wasn't like you know, uh, Strider yeah. was pitching against Miller uh, or anything like that. Like it was their ace, ace on ace. So I thought that was really impressive. Um, Chicago looked good. Um, who else looked good? Some, uh, somebody took two. Oh, Tampa looked really good. Uh, I thought they looked. They looked good. They took two of three in. Um, no, no, Milwaukee. I'm sorry. Milwaukee took two or three in Philly. So I thought they've been playing well. Uh, but yeah, man, it's been it's been rough for me in MLB. But some fun matchups coming up for the, the the next few weeks. Some division races getting down to it. So it should be fun to watch. It's funny, like like you just said, you need like about scaling back, like sort of how the timing and stuff. So I think Friday night there was a there was a Premier League game on Friday night, which finished like an hour before the baseball started. And I lost on I lost my pick there, like in injury time, the 94th minute of the game. Um, a meaningless goal, a garbage time goal done me in. Um, so I had my bank goal, and the, this it was the second of the double head of the Cubs and the Reds. So I split my bank goal. Two I call it two dog shit pitches. I can't remember even who it was. Um <laughs> split my bank goal and took over on both team totals. And the Cubs loaded them up in the first, couldn't get any runs over left two on base in the second and then the, it just became clear no one was interested in scoring any runs it, we just got more and more frustrating and like little things like that when that hit me on the Friday night hard so then I go into the Saturday Premier League games and you're scratching around you're starting to chase you know Sean and Ryan see all the time that you're scared money doesn't make money and you're right um, and the very last Premier League game today the late Sunday game a 94th minute goal done we again so it just came full circle from the first game injury time the last game injury time the whole thing was just a write off um, so yeah tomorrow luckily though it's a new week people don't let us uh, don't let us <laughs> put you off it's a new week it's all new um, we've got 11 games uh, like you see it's a holiday so there's lots of days ball. that's good for me uh, lots of days ball. who else uh, Ryan's joined us in the chat Ryan how you doing nice to see you um so we will start with 
eight of these 11 games are priced up. Uh, so we've got enough enough to find three or four little winners here, Lonte. Two tennis and first pitches, the Chicago White Sox and the Kansas City Royals. We have, um, just his name, Jesse, I want to say. Jesse, yeah, Jesse Schultons uh, for the White Sox and Cole Reagan's left-handed pitcher uh, for Kansas City. So Jesse Schultons is one and six on the year, has a 396 ERA. Um, oh, line, sorry, plus 120, the White Sox, minus 138, the Royals, totally set at nine. Schultons, I sort of had my eye on him and then... I decided he wasn't very good. And he was a little bit better last time after after a bad spell. He sort of made a bit of a fool of me. Um, the key to Schultons is not walking people. If he, can, if he can not walk, and I mean a lot of people, he's had like five walk games. He's okay, but that's really hard to predict. He got, there's nothing in his game log. There's nothing home and away. There's nothing straight. He's just a, he's a young rookie. He's trying to, he's making his way to... Whether we get a zero war game and he goes well, or we get a five war game and he doesn't, it's just impossible to predict. We don't know what he's going to do. Um, the key to this game really is is Cole uh, Raggins, Reagans for for the Kansas City Royals. He was five and four on the year with a three twenty seven ERA, but he's been excellent again last time out. Back to back scoreless games. I think it's thirteen and has pitched over the two as well. Um, Scott put him up last week as the it must have been for last Thursday's games. Um yeah, in yep. fact you were on the show as well, Lonzi. Yeah, 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 the, he, he, yeah, he threw out the um strikeout leader prop and I think he yeah, tied. The, so they, they the split daily the strikeout leader yep. at sixteen yep. to one and he split yep. with someone. Uh, yep. great pick, absolutely top pick. Um but it is a symptom of how well Regans has been pitching. Um I also said on the same show that I'd be backing him down the stretch. Um to be fair, it was wanting a little bit of a better price. It's a combination of the White Sox and the presence of Schultons. Um, so the price isn't great, but I'm going to stay true to my words here. It's not a fancy pick, um, but you, you can't trust really anything to do with the White Sox. And if you want to pick the Royals, this is the place to do it. Behind Reagans, who has been absolutely outstanding. So I'll take Kansas City at minus 138, London. Yeah, I'll lean that way also. Um, I, I'll probably just go with the, the Kansas City team total to go over. Um, you know, they're bad, but they're they're fighting at least. You know, they're they're being competitive, unlike um, what the White Sox have been doing. Um, outside of an outlier performance versus Boston um, versus Baltimore, where I think they scored 10 runs, um, if I'm not mistaken, in that series, they've scored a combined five in the remaining four of those last five games. So they, they haven't been good at all. Um, I don't trust him here. I think Kansas City will get back on track. Uh, I would look at a Reagan's K-Prop. He's had eight plus and five of his last six. And uh, we just mentioned it, double digit in two of those, nine and two others. So he's really pitching well. Don't trust this White Sox lineup. I think he should probably get double digits here um, against his lineup. So I like the Reagan uh, K-Prop over. I'm not sure what it is. I don't see it posted anywhere, but I'm guessing it would be around seven and a half, seven, seven and a half is what I'm guessing. Um, just because of what he's been doing as of late. So, um, yeah, I like Kansas City's team total to go over, and I play a Reagan prop. Might look at him in the first five, also, Mal, because you know you yeah. don't want to get you don't want to get bullpen shenanigans with um, with yeah. either side. So, yeah, this could get messy later on. You're absolutely right. Uh, I love that K prop though. It worked out, and let, yeah, keep riding it. You've got to find an angle in on good pictures on bad teams, and playing the K prop is yep. absolutely one. Um, 220 Eastern first pitch is the San Francisco Giants at the Chicago Cubs. Logan Webb 
for the Giants and left-handed pitcher, friend of the show. I saw he uh, retweeted yeah. uh, Sean and Ryan's um, yeah. football tweet last week. Yeah. Um, is Justin Steele for the Cubbies. Plus 116, uh, San Francisco. Minus 134, Chicago. We've got no total uh, as it is in uh, Wrigley Field. But, Lonte, you can tell us about the Giants at the Cubs. Yeah, I felt bad when he t- when he sent that tweet because I had bet on him the show before. So I had bet against him on the show before. So I was like, damn, I can't even say I can't even say anything because I bet against him. Uh, and I think I ended up winning that bet. I think he played Milwaukee and they end up losing or maybe I lost. I- I've been losing everything. So it's kind of hard to, to put it together. But I do like the Cubs here. Um, I think they're in better form. San Francisco's lost three or four, inconsistent offensively as they have been. Um, they do have one of the better pitchers, Webb, on the mound, but he didn't end August too well. Um, but again, he played against Atlanta in back-to-back starts. So, I mean, how much of that can you take away from him? Um, the Cubs, they've won two or three in the June series. Neither pitcher pitched in that series, so they'll be kind of new to to the opposing lineup. Still really good at home. It's, it's pretty apparent. Hasn't allowed over three runs in his last five starts. As a favorite, Chicago is pretty dominant, 42-28. and 28. Solid at home, 37-31. and 31. I think they roll here. I, I like them on the money line. Um, I like them on the run line also. And if you can get a Justin Steele total outs, he's been pitching uh, six-plus in his last two starts. So I, I think he'll be able to go along here uh, pretty well. So I like Chicago a, a lot in this matchup. They've won 6-10. of 10. Um, They're rolling. They put up 17 today or 12, 12 or 17. I can't remember which number. I know it was a cricket. I know it was a double-digit number. Um against the Reds, but they smashed the Reds today. So I think that carries over at home, depending on the weather, of course. So, um, Yeah, I've got exactly the, the same pick here, the Cubs, and there was loads of reasons. They put up 15, so right, right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle. Uh, okay, on cool. 18 hits. Um, and the, the tricky thing here was, I totally agree with your handicap, but it was finding the right pick because the books kind of were onto it as well. Um uh, Webb is fine. The Giants are fine, but it's the Cubs that I want in this situation. Now, Steele's last five games, I think I mentioned this on the last time, he'd won 5-4-6-4, And then the last time out, he won one to nothing. So the the spread is kind of yes, no, yes, no. Um, and it was just hard. What I did tweet, now, Johnny Boy in the chat here said that you, he said, you really got to swallow hard if you're taking minus 130 something with Kansas City. I would just compare, I, I like the Cubs on the money line here, but I would compare this Cubs minus 134 and the Royals minus 138. And they're just two totally different bets. I feel absolutely great about the Cubs one, where that Kansas City one is a proper wobbly one, as Johnny points out. Yeah. Um, and it just struck me as the first two games are handicapped. And you can have <laughs> the, same, the same price and just a totally different feeling about the two things. Um, yeah. So, I would yeah, the just look on the if you're going to play Kansas City, I would just play them on the on the run line. You get more bank, just downsize the unit, put it on the yeah. put it on the run line because I think if they win, if they win, they're going to win by two plus runs. Um, that's just that's just logic. And then obviously we feel better about the Cubs because I mean they're they're a way better team than what Kansas City is, and they have a way better pitcher on the mound, better form. So yeah, but I completely agree. If you don't want to lay juice, which some people don't, I mean just downsize your bet. And whatever yeah. you're comf- whatever you're comfortable with, and put it on a run line because you'll get a plus price. So that's more bang for your book, and you're losing less as if you you know land 138. Because I'm pretty sure they're what plus what 120 on the run line, 125. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I think that's a better bet to do it if you want to do it that way. And it just it just goes to show as a gambler, as someone who looks at all of these lines, whether it is on the Premier League or baseball or whatever, that like not all 
minus 150 shots are equal. You know, yep, you, that's true. you find that's a true. great one. And, and that is, that's what we and all the DJs, all the listeners do on a daily basis is find a minus 134 that you love compared to a minus 138 that I would pick. But, you know, it's not something that I'm totally uh, smitten by. Um, I'll tell you about DraftKings. Uh, get ready for next weekend. Buckle up, seven months without NFL. Um, but NFL is back this time next week. We'll be right in it. DraftKings Sports is the place to get involved. Uh, they are an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Um, they're going to give you a card miss offer for week one, which for new customers is bet five bucks on any NFL game and you'll get $200 in bonus bets um, instantly. So DraftKings are hooking everyone up with uh, this offer. Every week as well, there's going to be two new offers every single game day. Uh, for NFL season. Download the DraftKings app now. Use the code SGP to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. Use the code SGP only on DraftKings Sports, who can official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sports with the details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And game time are back. Uh, we like a bit of game time here. Uh, tickets are always a stressful thing to get, whether you're doing sports, music, comedy, theatre, anything like that. Uh, but game time, uh, take all the stress away. Um, loads of fantastic features. I know a lot of people on the network have used game time. Uh, you've got killer deals on last-minute tickets. Like I say, you can get sports, music, comedy, theatre. Playoffs coming up. Playoff tickets will be available through the game time app. Um, lowest price guarantee. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time, will credit you 110% of the difference. So the thing to do here is download the game time app, create an account, use the code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Next up is a 405 Eastern first pitch between the Houston Astros and the Texas Rangers. Uh, J.P. France goes for Houston. It is left-handed pitcher um, Andrew Heaney. I forgot his first name then. Uh, for Texas, minus 105 Houston, minus 108 Texas. So it's a match on the books. Total is nine and a half. Um, Lonnie, every time sort of Houston look like they're flexing their muscles, they just kind of get pulled back in again and they dropped a couple of the Yankees this week. The Yankees got the baby bombers up. Um, so they're still struggling to get away from uh, particularly Texas and obviously all, uh, Seattle hanging around too. Ooh, you won mute, Clonty. Oh, my bad. <laughs> we have a, uh, we got a couple of more um, big series coming up, and I think this is one of them as well. But you, you, you mentioned it, man. I mean, right when you think Houston's about to go off to another level, they lose to the Yankees. And in, you know, it, it wasn't like look like the Yankees really beat them beat them up pretty good, uh, but again, I think both teams have been pretty much underwhelming. I, I think Houston is probably the less underwhelming team. Um, Texas has lost seven of ten. Houston's they've lost two straight five hundred in their last ten, so not as bad as Texas. I feel like Texas is just so inconsistent. Uh, like right now, they were up. I think like three one, and now it's tied five to five. So they're battling with Minnesota here. Uh, I've lost a few games on Texas, being that they were at home. So. Uh, trust me, I know all too well. But Houston's had their number um, this season. They've won four or five. Two of those were on the road where Houston usually plays well. The 37, I mean, 42 and 27 on the road. Um, France, I like a little better than Haney. 
he had a bad outing versus Boston, but outside of that, you know, he'd allowed over three – he hadn't allowed over three um, runs since uh, the end of May. So he'd been pitching pretty, pretty good. Um, I trust Houston a little more. I trust Houston's pitching staff over Texas because if Texas gets to that bullpen and it's a tight game, I have no faith in that bullpen at all because they'll blow it. Um, so I like Houston here. Tight game. I think it'll be a good series, So, but I like Houston to get it done here. Yeah, I think you, you hit on the, the key parts uh, for me when I was handicapping this. Um, I just tr- I trust Houston a little bit more. They have got Texas's number. They've been better. So even though the Yankees um, won a couple of games off them, I still think Houston are more reliable. Texas have just been considerably worse recently and Houston have been playing better ball than them. JP France recovered from a horror out in, in his last three road starts have been really good. So I've got no real problem with France here. And Heaney's just all over the place. Like, I really struggle with him. I really struggle to pigeonhole him at all. Um, and I think anybody would, because you just don't know what you're going to get. Um, I, with the lines being so close, I think Houston, I mean, Houston's just a great player here. Um, seven, eight times out of ten, you take Houston over Texas. I don't really care what kind of matchup you throw. Maybe Scherzer at home. Yeah, I know he left with fatigue the other day. Um, but Houston are going to win beat Texas more often than not with kind of similar pitches. And I do, I do trust, I, I trust France and I trust Houston more. So uh, that would be my play. I think minus 105 is a nice bet. 407 Eastern first pitches, the Toronto Blue Jays at the Oakland Athletics. And Jose Barrios for Toronto and left-handed pitcher Ken Waldichuk for Oakland. Uh, minus 192, the Blue Jays, plus 160 Oakland. Total is at eight or at eight and a half if you want it. Uh, Barrios, He's 9 and 10 on the year. He has a 370 ERA. Um, Brios has put up back-to-back five earned run starts, uh, which is not what you want even a little bit. Um, multi-home runs in three of his last four as well. So I know Oakland don't hit many out. Um, in a way, that quite helps because you uh, you can narrow down uh, the, the players that you want to take for Oakland, Brent Rooker, etc. Um, and uh, Toronto Blue Jays have lost four of Barrios' last five starts. Uh, Ken Waldichuk on the years, two and seven, with a 5.92 ERA. But he hasn't been awful lately. He's got a 500 effort at the White Sox on the 24th of August. But he's been good around that. Um, maximum two in runs in starts between four and six innings pitched. Oakland have won his last two. But, um, both on the road. Uh, he won at Seattle last time. They've covered the spread in his last two as well. Um this is, I, I do feel like I haven't done this for a while, so forgive me. You know where I'm going. It's Oakland first five. Um, I think it's a good two weeks since I threw out an Oakland first five, so I'm allowed one. Um, <laughs> I'm just not into Barrios, and like I say, Waldy Chuck has been okay. You are, um, like I say, taking the risk with Oakland that through five in a side, they haven't scored a run again against the Angels. Um, but I just don't fancy Barrios much, so um, there'll be a nice price as well. This will be a dog price. I'll take Oakland first five. Yeah, I'm with you right in line. Um, I didn't have much. I would play the Toronto team total, though, to go over. Six-plus runs in uh, four of the last five. They've scored seven-plus in the last two meetings against Oakland back in June. Uh, and one of those games, the pitcher was Waldachuk. He didn't make it out of the third inning. Uh, he gave up six and two in the third. So I think they'll have success offensively. And they're kind of struggling right now. They were in a delay um, uh, with Colorado, so they're coming out now. But they hit the ball pretty well. Um over the past week. So I think Toronto can get over 
their team total. But I do think Barrios is kind of erratic, and I was on him. I, w- I was against him when they played Washington, and I think he got blown up there, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, I, I can't trust him to lay this big of a price. I would kind of sprinkle on on Oakland to to win here, but I do like the team total to go here. So I think we can see a shootout nine eight, nine seven. Hopefully, <laughs> oh, hopefully, okay. hopefully if I'm on, hopefully if I'm on Oakland, we can we can get a a one zero um, first five, and then it'll you know go up past. That'll do. Yeah, <laughs> delighted with that, Lunty. Uh, four tennis and first pitches: the Colorado Rockies at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Peter Lambert for Colorado. And Merrill Kelly for Arizona, plus 210 on the Rockies, minus 258 on Arizona, total is at eight and a half. Uh, Lambert is three and five on the year. He has a 495 ERA. And he's all right, he's fine. He gives up, um, what happens with these starts is he gives up three or four earned runs and Colorado gets spanked by loads. Um, it's pretty much what happens. There's a really anomalous 14 to one win. Um, against the Chicago White Sox in there. Um, but the other four have all been losses and all on the spread. Um, Merrill Kelly, you just have to ignore when he goes to the Dodgers. We handicapped him last week at the Dodgers um, because the, the, a trip to the Dodgers is Merrill Kelly's kryptonite completely. Um, around that, he's a proper steady Eddie. He's got a 296 home ERA this season. Um, this is the exact kind of game that fits into um, Kelly's Kelly's MO for getting a win. Kelly to be the pitcher, the winning pitcher of record will be a nice bet tomorrow, actually. Um, but what they're going to, Arizona are going to win a low score in one year. Um, Arizona have scored eight in the last four. I don't know what they're doing tonight, but they've not been amongst the runs. They'll win this something like four to one. So I do like the under. I like the under eight and a half because Lambert can hold it together. Arizona aren't playing well, but Kelly will do enough because um, that's exactly what happens. Arizona on the run line, a minus 120. Um, which is reasonable. Like I say, I fancy them uh, like an arm's length win, a three or four win, a three or four run victory in a low scoring affair uh, behind Merrill Kelly for me, Lunty. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what they're doing. They're losing because I bet I bet, I bet on Gavin today. Oh. Um, and yeah, they're losing, I think, 42 the last I checked. But um, but uh, I only can back Arizona if Gallon or Kelly's on the mound. But here... You mentioned Lambert. I think Lambert's pretty. He he's been pretty solid, especially on the road. Yeah. Um, I, I might look at Colorado in the first five. Um, maybe we get a, a low scoring game. Colorado can maybe get you know a few base hits, uh, error or two, something to, to go on the side because they're not good at hitting the ball. Um, two and eight in the last ten. Arizona has lost four or five. I just don't think you can trust them to lay this big of a number here. Um, I do lean to the under. I agree with you. Uh, we see a low scoring game. I think it might be even three one. Uh, two one, uh, maybe even one zero, two zero, something like that. I don't think either offense will be able to to uh, output a lot of runs. So I'm going to lean to the dog here, especially in the first five. Uh, what can we get for a Oakland Colorado first five parlay? I'm going to look that up. And, and, and I think I think I think that's a good. I think that might be a, a good parlay uh, to, to put in two dogs. But yeah, I, I lean to. Um, I lean the Colorado in the first five. I like the under, though. I like the under in the first five in full game. That's a nice uh, pot builder for when we're piling into the NFL next Sunday afternoon. Yep. I love that. Um, Underdog Fantasy, um, we're going to help you with your NFL stuff as well. Uh, you can play alongside your favourite football team all season long with the Fantasy Pick'em game. Uh, pick between two and five players. Uh, select whether they'll go over or under on uh, one of their markets, which is 
basically what we spend all day Sunday doing anyway. And then you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. So it's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. Um, watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website. That's underdogfantasy.com. Uh, when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And the Patreon, uh, the SGP Patreon, is, um, as ever, a great place to help support the network, help us keep doing what we're doing on across all the fronts with a million different sports to get involved in. Uh, things like the $1,000 first place prize for the NFL win totals contest is in there, um, the college football bankroll challenge, where there is money up for grabs, but we will double the prize if you're a member of the Patreon, uh, and all sorts of other things um, at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon is the place to help us out there. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Okay, we are beyond halfway as we go to a 4-10 Eastern first pitch between the Seattle Mariners and the Cincinnati Reds. This is one of the three that's off the board. Um, Brian Wu is confirmed for Seattle and TBD for Cincinnati, but I think it's Brett Kennedy. Um, I think the problem with the Cincinnati pitching is that Graham Ashcraft, my guy, unfortunately, um, has gone to the IL with a sore toe. Come on, Graham. Put yourself <laughs> together. I, I, I picked him up in the semi-finals of my MLB fantasy, um, which is a two-week uh, stretch. And the minute I picked him up, I mean, what an awful day, like on the Sunday to go to the IL. Uh, when the, the wave has run on Saturday night. So Graham Ashcraft's done me in. But I do think that confusion has led to this TBD. But I think it's Brett Kennedy. Um, but yeah, no lines at all, Lonte. So do you have much on this? Yeah, not much. I'll probably be on Seattle, depending on what the price is, uh, just because they're playing just, just playing so well. I mean, I know they dropped one today, but they've won 7 of 11. Um, really good on the road, 38 and 29. I just I just don't know what to do with Cincinnati at times. I've, I've been on them in certain certain situations and they've lost. I've been against them and they've won. So I kind of can't figure them out, but I'm pretty, I got a pretty good read on Seattle. Uh, I, I think if, depending on who the pitcher is, I, I think Seattle and the price, I, I think Seattle will get it done here. I mean, they have to, because you know, that loss today kind of hurt them a little bit. Yeah. I've got this sound as a comfortable Seattle win as well. Seattle on the run line would be my play. Brian Moose has been outstanding, absolutely outstanding. And Seattle winning his start, Seattle winning, most of their SP starts at the moment. And I just think Brett Kennedy's right to get hit. Um, and the Cincinnati offense is struggling, um, as I witnessed firsthand on Friday night uh, when I was chasing the team to all over. So, yeah, Seattle on the run line for me in that one. 4 10, Eastern first pitch, the Boston Red Sox at the Tampa Bay Rays. Brian Bellow uh, for Boston and Aaron Savali draws the start for Tampa Bay. Uh, no lines on this. What is this maybe just because. Um, the games are in play. Um, I'll just see if I can... Could, do you see any lines on this, Lonte, at all? Um, no, I don't. It might be just because Tampa's playing right now. Yeah, I think and, you're probably um, right. Because Boston didn't play today, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't think they played. T- I think I think this is a travel day for them. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a hard one. Um, Brian Bellow, no secret that I like him a lot. 10 and 8 on the year, 357 ERA. Um He's been got he got he went a bit shorter last time. Um but he still just gave up two solo home runs. They, that was the damage. So there's no reason not to trust him really. Um he has a three seventy-three road ERA, which is fine. Um Aaron Savali is seven and three on the year, two sixty-four ERA. Keeps winning without being spectacular, which is a good sign. Um 
he has had a lot of run support off the race as well. Gave up three earned runs at home against Colorado. Uh, that was his last home start. This is tight. Um, but I did think, just with a little bit of name recognition behind Tampa, um, the Boston might be big enough for a first five pick here. Um, I do like Bello. I can't see a reason why he wouldn't go well. And that puts Boston in the frame for me in the first five. Obviously, I've got no prices, so I can't tell you if it's a strong lean or otherwise. But yeah, Boston first five, Lanty. Yeah, so I'm going to lean the other way simply because I just don't know. They're, they're in bad form right now. I mean, they, they've they lost four of the last six. They're giving up almost nine runs um, in that in that five in that six game span. I think around like eight point three. That's not factored into today's um, matchup. And I mean, Tampa. You know, they've won the last three, uh, which were all in Boston against against each other. So, I mean, they're much better at home. Forty five and twenty three. Savale on the mound. I mean, him and Bello are. I guess pretty much coin flippy. So I, I lean to Tampa at home. It's nothing strong. I probably would play the over. I think both offenses can have some success here. So okay, I'm just having a running running argument with number one daughter here who's trying to make some cereal. <laughs> um, told her she's allowed to she's allowed to make quiet food. Saddle's too quiet. Uh, she's doing all right. Uh, back to school this week, London. Anyway, she's not impressed. Um, back to school. Six We're great. East. Uh, Nine? Oh, okay. I didn't know if the system, if the grading system was different. Okay, so well, high that, that's why I had to think about it. Yeah, year nine is that so high school? Ninth grade. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Eighth grade, apparently. So <laughs> what, uh, a great dad. Dad. what a great dad! Great dad. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, sick. My little, the little one, Bob, and um, he starts big school next week. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. Well, I don't, don't know if he's looking forward to it or not. But we all survived, didn't we? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Um, six and first pitches, the Minnesota Twins at the Cleveland Guardians. Pablo Lopez goes for Minnesota and Lucas Giolito goes for Cleveland. Every time I do a show, he's on a different team. Um, we have minus 135 on the Twins. The Guardians are plus 114. And we have a total of eight. So Giolito, Lonte, what we expected. Yeah, so it's, this is another one of those big series um, for for both teams. Cleveland's is five games back, and you know they can make up some ground here if they win today. Um, I think they'll be in a better spot. You know, both have been playing decent baseball as, as of late. They won six of ten. Each team has won six of ten. Um, Cleveland though has dominated this series. They've won four or five, including uh, a two to one series last week. Um, but you know, this this is our same this is our same handicap for the series. Somebody's going to win four to three. Don't care who wins. Love the under. Uh, four of those five games that I just mentioned, they all went under. Cleveland is 67% to the under in their home games and have went uh, you know, under this year in all of their home games, 67%. I expect more of the same. Uh, Lopez has pitched okay versus Cleveland in his last start. He did allow eight hits but only three earned runs, so kind of got to um, limit a little bit of that contact. Giolito is, is going to be who he is. I mean, you never know. He's allowed four plus in three of his last five. Another change in scenery. This is what his third team this year. So, yep. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that by the time we do a show next week, he'll he'll be on his fourth team after after the start. But yeah, I think it's it'll be under. I don't really know which side wins, but I, I think both teams will be. I think this game will be low scoring. The series will be low scoring. I don't think either team probably scores over five runs in the series. So I, I like the under eight. There was quite a few of these games middle week. I didn't speak to you much in the middle of last week, but there was a load of these games that because I know it's beginning we've been onto these. What someone wins four to three, uh, mm-hmm. but I saw quite a lot of them in these centrals, and uh, I was laughing about it. 
the only problem I've got here is the presence of Gialito. I think yeah, it, it yeah. does tip the balance towards Minnesota. Again, I said it's in that price range that I've really struggled with lately, that minus 135 money line. See, I've got Kansas City with Raggins. I've got Steele in the Cubs, and I'm taking Lopez in Minnesota. Yeah, but that's been a real trap for me recently. Um, Lopez had a couple of dodgy starts, but he has been a whole load better. And Gialito's got the big nope next to him. He's tonight's <laughs> uh, nope. I, I just don't understand why Cleveland decided they didn't want to win in at the trade deadline. And then three weeks later, thought, oh, no, <laughs> yeah. actually, shall we? Shall we? <laughs> and they, they, they were never far back in the division. I mean, five games. We've got a whole month left. And then they got a series. Surrendered? Yeah. They just so. surrendered. I mean, yeah, you're right. They were like two or three games. Shall, shall we win, lads? No, no, it's all right. We'll wait till next year. And then they changed their mind. Actually, I've changed my mind. Um, right. Yeah, baffling, like completely baffling. Um, yeah, they're, both of those teams are locked in uh, close games, both tied as we speak. Uh, when every game counts. So this will be uh, a good series this week. 6.35 Eastern first pitches, the Milwaukee Brewers at the Pittsburgh Pirates. We have Corbin Burns for the Brewers and Lewis Ortiz uh, for Pittsburgh. Minus 180 on the Brewers, plus 152 on Pittsburgh. I haven't seen a total on this. Don't know why. Do you have much on this, Lonte? I'll see if I can find the total. Yeah, um, I got you got Burns going, right? For, for Yeah, for Burns and Ortiz. Yeah, so um, I, I didn't I didn't have a picture whenever I, I I did my notes for Pittsburgh, but I think Burns will bounce back. I mean, he had a rough outing, and he hasn't had the the best. He didn't have the best ending to August. Um, they did split a four game set last month. Um, I don't expect it to be easy, but I think Burns can come out and Milwaukee's offense, which has picked up over the last you know month or so, actually took some Milwaukee um, futures because I think they got a decent yeah. path ahead of him. I mean, ahead of them, and if they can rotate, like if they can get some good pitching from uh, Peralta, Miley, and and some of those guys at the middle of that rotation, because Burns is going Burns is going to do what he do, and the offense has always been the issue. But I think they got they got a shot if they can get in. Be healthy if the bats can keep going the way they're going. They got a shot, and I think they'll, I think they'll roll over Pittsburgh here. Pittsburgh's been beneficial, uh, has been a beneficiary of a rough schedule, of tough. I mean, a, not a tough schedule. They play Kansas City and St. Louis, you know, but credit them for winning. But those teams are, you know, a couple notches below uh, what Milwaukee is, especially right now. Um, so I like Milwaukee. If you can find a Corbin Burns K prop, probably I would ladder it up to double digits because I think he has a good night. I think he allowed seven in his last start. He, I think he's. I think he'll bounce back um, tomorrow. So the the first part of my handicap is what you just mentioned about Pittsburgh's um, ease of sed- schedule because Luis Ortiz has gone okay, but they were against Washington and Kansas City, yep. and yep. I agree that this is going to be a little bit different for him. Um, Corbin Burns, seven scoreless last time. He's just struggling to put together consecutive starts, consecutive good starts. Um, and almost, I know we talked to, like about the fading pitches off the no-hitter kind of thing. I feel like that seven scoreless is almost that kind of situation for Burns. So I'm going to fade him, yeah, for those two reasons, like I say, off, off the seven innings and the fact that he can't put back-to-back sorts. But I'm just going to take the total over here. Um, it's kind of against your instinct because Mill, uh, the Brewers and Pittsburgh, kind of like the, the Twins and Cleveland we just talked about. Um, but... And again, I haven't seen the number. I don't think this will be a high number, eight and a half, maybe. Um, with, especially with Burns on them. I might even be eight. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I would say I, seven and a half, eight, yeah. Yeah, I'll take an over on that because I think both can go for a few. Um, yeah, happy to take the over. 
The penultimate game here on the show is the Philadelphia Phillies at the San Diego Padres. We have Tyron Walker for the Phillies and left-handed pitcher Rich Hill for San Diego. Where's everybody gone? Oh, we all yep. disappeared for a minute there, London, but we're back. They um, happened to me. They happened this to me like a few board. episodes ago. Yeah, the aliens, man. Um, <laughs> off the board, got no lines at all on this. Uh, we see um, Taiwan Walker, 14 and 5 on the year, 405 ERA. Consistent. What you get from Walker is five innings plus or minus one. And he gives up three earned runs, plus or minus one. So he's kind of in those windows. Um, he's been poorer on the road. Uh, 4.98 ERA on the road. But then we get a rich hill for San Diego, 7-13 and 13 with a 5.26 on the road. I have no idea why he's pitching, why he's in this team, <laughs> why he's in this league. Um, it, like, it was kind of fun at the start of the season. We enjoyed Dick Mountain Day for a various couple of months. It's getting a bit boring now. Um, 8.50 ERA in his last five starts. Um, Kyle Schwarber, uh, I took, we on the show last week, I bet Scott that I could strike Kyle Schwarber. I think <laughs> this is, a, I might have made this stat up, but I think I saw it. He's got 39 singles on the year. Yeah, he's got more home runs than singles. Yeah, yeah I said this yeah. is the other way around. 37 and 39 singles yeah. to home runs. Like, yeah. That's fucking totally baffling. Uh, anyway, both can score runs here. Walker's dodgy uh, and Hill's awful. So, yeah, we're getting over. Unfortunately, I don't know what the total is, but I'll be taking over nine, nine and a half, maybe something like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I want runs here. Runs, 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 please. Uh, Philly team total might be the other option, Lunty. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I don't have much on this game at all. I mean, I can't trust San Diego at all. Um, I don't trust either pitcher. Uh, which is why I stay away from the side. I do expect, because of that, I do expect both teams' offenses to have some success here. And even if we don't get a lot from San Diego, which you never can count out, like they can score eight one day and score zero the next. So um, you never know what you're going to get from them. Maybe they slide in between the middle at two or three runs, and, and then Philadelphia handles the rest. So I like the over. Um, but you mentioned it. I might just go with the safe route. Philadelphia team total over first five and full game. You sweating the uh, the D back scratching over some runs here. Yeah, uh, I am. I am. They got they got two. They had two on. Uh, the last I looked, they had two on. No outs. Um, they had scored a run, and okay, yeah. they, they just scored again. Okay, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. What's the they, bet? Yeah. Uh, I got I got them first. I got Gallon first five, and I had I split a unit. I got a, a half unit um, first five, and then half unit full game. Oh, so is that at least a push for that if that yeah. finishes full? Yeah, at, at least yeah. I won't go in two. That's how bad oh, it is around these parts, Mel. Man, I got, I got to, I got to pray, for, I got to pray for a push rather than a win. So, yeah. mate, I've just had to record a show and explain to everyone why I went one and nine over the weekend. So you don't, uh, don't worry about me, mate. You're in good company. Um, <laughs> Nine thirty-eight Eastern tomorrow is the final game on the slate. It is the Baltimore Orioles visiting the Los Angeles Angels. Grayson Rodriguez for Baltimore, and left-handed pitcher. Kenny Rosenberg for the LA Angels. Minus 164 Baltimore, plus 145 the Angels. Totally set it nine, Lunty. Yeah, fade mode for the Halos. I mean, you can't, I, I can't trust them. I, I like Baltimore run line, Baltimore team total. Uh, Angels lost four or five. Uh, just a team I'm looking to bet against. You know, down the stretch, as some as somebody who's bet baseball for a decent amount of time, as I know you have as well, you got to kind of find those teams that are just – 
you got to fade at decent prices. And I think this is a right price on the run line to, to fade them. Baltimore, they'll get all nine at bats here. Um, so teams like the Angels, team like the White Sox, teams that are not showing any fight at all, pretty easy bets to – well, I'm, I'm not going to say it's easy because obviously uh, you had to, you guys have had to hear me rant about losing. But I think it's a, you just can't play on them. So it, it makes your exposure to, to betting these teams a, a lot better because you don't have to worry about – you can scratch them off. So anytime I see a team like this, if I'm not betting on the team that they're playing against, easily scratch them off. You know, So I, I think that Baltimore – run it up here they lost two um in oakland the angels did probably they probably should be losing today i know the i mean i know the a's stranded the bases loaded in you know like a few uh a few innings ago but grayson rodriguez last seven starts has him allowed over three runs and against and that was against solid offenses and against this against this offense i think he'll thrive so i like the baltimore orioles run line i like their team total to go over so this is weird i um Putting the today's scores page up, just dancing around between pages here. When I put the score up originally, it says bottom four, and as you've just said, the Oakland have got the bases loaded. But then no, no, no. This, this was no, this was uh, this was like a few. This is like a few segments ago, like a few games. Yeah, ago. yeah, that's what I mean. But then it, oh, okay, okay, okay. it uploads, and the score is still three to nothing. But I've got the no hitter. Um, the the Angels, Tyler Anderson's thrown a no hitter. So oh. that that athletics base is loaded situation must have been all oh, walks. Well, well, yeah, yeah, it must have all been walks. Uh, yeah, uh, so oh, yeah, it's time. Yeah, I've just got the alert. About I think two seasons ago, me and Moonaf mushed three no hitters live on the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty impressive. Like, um, I don't think we've got time to mush this one. We've got about ten minutes maybe uh, to mush this no hitter for Tyler Anderson. Um, but yeah, I put. I put the Angels at the timeout last week, uh, put them <laughs> firmly on the no bet list. And certainly there's no reason to avoid that today. Um, Rodriguez has just been plenty good enough, um, certainly for this Angels lineup. Uh, Houston hit Kenny Rosenberg around last time. Four in uh, four runs and five innings. That's enough, I think, for this. Um, the, the two games he's pitched and they've lost 11 to three and nine to four. Again, so Baltimore on the run line, it's not big or clever, uh, but minus one or two uh, would be the pick. Uh, Josh has jumped in for the last couple of minutes. He wants those locking dogs. Uh, Josh, we've just explained that we can't pick winners, me and Lonte, so um, you're in the <laughs> wrong place, wrong. mate. Yeah. <laughs> Go and pull the, name, pull the names out of a hat or something. Or, oh, Lonte, are we about to fix it with these locks and dogs? What have you got? Let's hope. Let's hope so, man. Let's hope so. Come on, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock up Houston. I think they're the better team right now. We met, we went over it. Um, they got the better pitcher on the mound in my mind. They've dominated the series um, this year. I think they'll bounce back uh, after a poor performance. Hopefully, they bounce back tonight and then carry that over t- uh, until tomorrow because I'm on them tonight um, to beat the Yankees. So we'll see how that goes. But I like Houston minus one. Is it 105? I think I saw 105. Yes, I've got minus 105. Yeah, so I like Houston minus 105. Um, I'm kind of stuck in between two dogs. Okay, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Kansas City, minus one and a half, plus one thirty. Oh what the, yes. what the hell what the hell do we have to lose, Mal? Let's go. <laughs> yes. What do we have to uh, lose, man? We've got nothing to lose, Lodi. Definitely <laughs> not. Um I didn't have many dogs to choose from. Um, so I kind of forced myself down, okay, down first one five, avenue here. First yeah, time. you've got it. You know, look, a lot of those. Um, for my luck, I'm going to take the Cubs. Um, we talked about the sort of these three 130 shots, minus 130 shots. Kansas City, 
Minnesota, the Cubs. But like we said, not all minus 130 shots are made equal. And I think stealing the Cubs are by far the most appealing proposition here um, to to take down the Giants for Logan Webb. So I'll take the Cubs at minus 135. Yeah, and the Dogs Oakland first five. I don't have many to choose from. But, um, Boston first five is another option. But even the run lines are sort of Baltimore, Arizona. I think Seattle on the run line, maybe a little bit of plus money. Uh, but yeah, nothing too fancy at all here. So... Uh, yeah, give me Oakland on the first five. Berrios has been giving up runs and Walter Chuck's been plodding along quite nicely. Uh, so I'll take Oakland on the first five. Please, uh, Lonte, I think we did it. Um, we, did. we did. What's happening the rest of tonight? If you, uh, do, so you get tomorrow off. Are you doing anything fun? Um, I am off tomorrow. Uh, I'm not. T- tomorrow's my birthday, actually. So I don't oh, know. Oh, Lonte. Happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, man, thanks. So I'm not sure. How, how, how old do you get to be tomorrow? Man, I'm 34 years old. Oh, hey, you catching yeah. me up? Yeah, man, I'm I'm getting old. Uh, and you know, Ben in sports is definitely adding on years to my life. So <laughs> I'm aging in dog years. So I'm really like 45 if you really think about it. But uh, You're still not as old as me. But yeah, I'm uh, yeah, not years. much, man. Just gonna hang out. We got some good weather, so uh, we'll we'll see we'll see where it goes. Maybe some family coming into town. Yeah, um, and uh, sweat some sweat some uh, college football. I actually. Actually, just want, well, I'm winning a bit in college football right now. Oh, don't bullshit, so, mate. Yeah, so so we'll see. Oh yeah, I got I got something for you. So we got Colorado, the Colorado first five, and the Oakland first five plays plus five eighty if you parlay it. Oh, love it, love it, love so it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a little something on that. That's, that's gonna be a birthday sprinkle. Hopefully, it comes through. We'll see. Yeah, if it does, if it does, man, I'll send, I'll, we'll send you a, we'll send you a hoodie. <laughs> we send that shirt that me you the, <laughs> yeah. the imaginary shirt that me yeah. you and Scott keep sending around. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a it's a bankroll building week in it. We need to get stuck in the NFL next week. And there's no Premier League next week. It's an international break as well. Uh, which is good because I think my head would fly clean off my shoulders if I tried to keep track of everything that would be going on in that case. But um, yeah, back to school for the kids this week. So I feel bad for them. Like <laughs> I don't just you shouldn't have to go to school. It's shit, isn't it? Um, I agree. But, I agree. Yeah. Um, so it'll be it'll be the standard photographs of uh, little people in their new school uniforms and all that shit going on. Uh, but I'm sure the boy will be fine. He's um, he's cute and lovable like me, Lonte. So <laughs> he'll be fine. Be fine. If, if if he's anything, if he's anything like you, he'll be fine. He'll make everybody laugh. He's nobody, a lovable lady, yeah, he yeah. Nobody wants nobody wants to uh, nobody wants to pick on or talk about the people who make other guy other guys and gals laugh. So he'll be fine. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, right, thank you very much, mate. I'll catch up with you the rest of the week. Thanks everyone who joined us in the chat. Really appreciate it. I know it's a bank holiday it's Sunday and there's lots going on. Um, Yes, let's cash some picks this week. We'll, uh, we'll get back on the horse, Lonte. We've got yeah. some winners. Um, look forward to it. Um, until next time, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.